Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to welcome everybody to my podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am your gracious host, Jupiter Nine. And I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in today. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate everybody listening to my podcast and tuning in and, you know, showing me mad love, man. But in today's podcast, guys, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to sit here and talk about the playoffs or, you know, who's the scoring champ or, you know, what team is the best in the playoffs or anything like that or who's the best player in the league. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm feeling kind of disappointed at the NBA. The product that they have put out on TV is very disturbing. And let me explain, man. You know, I grew up in the era of, you know, when players were players. You know what I'm saying? You had Isaiah Thomas, you had Larry Bird. And, yo, why don't people never talk about Larry Bird as one of the one of the top greats that ever played the game? Because, you know, is it because he's Caucasian? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to make this a race thing or nothing like that, but nobody never talks about Larry Bird. Like, how in the world do people want to compare LeBron and Michael Jordan all day long, but they never mention Larry Bird. They never mention Isaiah Thomas. Like, Isaiah Thomas is one of the greatest point guards that ever played. Like, I don't understand. And this is what I don't understand about the NBA today, but let me go back to, you know, what I was getting ready to say. As I've been a fan of the NBA since a little toddler, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I used to be a fan of the NBA before football. You know what I'm saying? I I used to watch the Knicks. You know, I've been a fan of the Knicks since they drafted Patrick Ewing, you know, and um, been a fan ever since, man. I've been a Knicks fan ever since. And, you know, the Knicks always had trouble getting past Michael Jordan. Later on, down the line, in the 90s, never could get past the Bulls, you know. And, you know, I couldn't, I, I hated the Bulls. For a long time, I hated the Bulls. I dis I dislike you know the Bulls players you know I respected their game Scottie Pippen you know he was a all around great player you know what I'm saying Michael Jordan of course you know who that is you know um, but you know I it just couldn't be a fan of the Bulls and cheer for the Bulls when I know every time that Patrick Ewing and and John Starks and those guys would play them in the playoffs we could never get past those guys. For whatever reason, I don't think we could mentally get past them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and Michael Jordan, you always used to light us up, man. Always used to light us up in the playoffs. Um, You know, in the 90s, it just seemed like when he played at the Garden, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? He was dropping 40, 50, sometimes 60, and it's just like, this guy is unstoppable, you know? But, um... Today's NBA is very disturbing. You know, I, I was I was able to catch a couple of games this year in the regular season, and I was able to catch a game in the playoffs. Now, mind you, regular season and playoffs is supposed to be totally two different seasons. And let me explain what I mean by that. Like, when you're watching the regular season, guys are just going through the motions most of the time, especially when you get towards the end of the season, the middle of the season, you know, 
guys are banged up, guys are tired, you know what I mean? They, they play a lot of games, you know what I'm saying, throughout the season. So, most of the time, you know, even the star players, they're just going through the motions of the season to get it over with, you know what I mean? The whole, and everybody know in the sports world, if you watch sports, the, the season really starts in, when the playoffs begin, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, so I was able to catch a couple regular season games. I wasn't impressed about the product to be put out there. First of all, who are the clear-cut stars in the NBA today? I'll wait. Who are the clear-cut stars in the NBA? When I was coming up, I can reel off 10 guys easily. You know what I'm saying? You know, you had Michael Jordan. You had Scotty Pippen. You had Charles Barkley. You had David Robinson. You know what I'm saying? You had Tim Duncan. You had uh, um, Sean Kemp. You had um, Gary Payton. You know, um, you had Kevin Johnson, the point guard for the Suns. You you had, of course, Michael Jordan and those guys. I don't know if I said them. Um, You had Grant Hill. You had Shaq. You had Kobe. I mean, I can just go on and on and on about clear-cut stars of the NBA who took the game seriously, who were who were students of the game, who really, truly loved the game. It wasn't about the money with these cats. Yeah, they, of course, they want to get paid for you know putting in the time and you know the hard work in the off season. You know what I'm saying? The hard work during the season. The hard work as the season is going on, you want to be compensated for that. Of course, anybody want to be compensated for that. But the mindset of these players today and the, st- the style of game that they play, I'm not feeling this game today, man. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Like this today, NBA is soft. It's very soft. It's not even entertaining. Uh, I don't know who the star players are. Uh, there's no clear-cut stars. I mean, you got Curry, and you got LeBron, and after that, I, I draw a blank. I draw a blank. You know, I had stopped watching for a minute because, you know, once Kobe retired, I mean, that was the end of a dynasty. That was the end of, of, of an era of true star NBA players. You know what I'm saying? You After Kobe retired and left, I mean, yeah, you got LeBron, but... Something about LeBron's game, it's like hit or miss, man. Like, you know, for for LeBron to play defensively the way he plays, uh, LeBron definitely benefited from a weaker NBA. Know what I'm saying? LeBron didn't have to go through what Michael had to go through in the 80s and the 90s. LeBron didn't have to go through what Kobe went through in the 80s, not in the 80s, but in the in the, the late 90s and 2000s, the punishment, the, the the tough defenses. You know what I'm saying? Like, what Kobe had to go go up against, LeBron didn't really, you know, he got a little snippet of it, and then the league changed the style of play. Now the league is on this. All I seen when I was watching the game, no defense zero defense, which I guess the NBA wants. is like nobody to play defense. I mean, defense. I love defense, even in football. I love a defensive football because it takes a true student of, of, of a, 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 a football game or a basketball game to understand defense is just as important as offense. You know what I'm saying? You can't really, you can't really, um, 
be a, a 100% whole team without defense. And where's the, the defense in the NBA? Where's the centers? Where's the shacks? Where's the, uh, I mean, people might make fun of me by saying this, but where's the Yao Ming? Like, where is the centers? There are no centers in the NBA no more. The NBA are full of power forwards playing center. It's whole, it's totally, the NBA is totally a European style game now, and I cannot stand it for the life of me. I don't know if it's because I grew up um, watching a different style of NBA as a kid, and that's what I'm accustomed to. But this whole, you know, guys getting the ball and number one, nobody had, don't, a lot of these players or you call a star player in the NBA today, they don't know the fundamentals of the game. Just the basic fundamentals of the game. A lot of these players don't even pass the ball. They don't share the ball. They don't have, no, have any fundamentals, true fundamental skills. I just see players going up and down the court, chucking up threes. Nobody has a post game anymore. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has no footwork anymore. Just guys chucking up threes. That's all I seen throughout the whole game. I was watching the um the um the Knicks and the Miami Heat playoff um series. I watched a couple games and like I said, man, I wasn't impressed. You know, kudos to the Knicks making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I was happy about that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to check out a game since my Knicks. You know what I mean? Since they, they made the playoffs. So, you know, I had, to, I had to check out and see how, you know, good they would do. But, you know, they ended up losing the series and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, you know, it is what it is. They made the playoffs. They had a decent season. So, you know. But... The, the, the product that the NBA is putting out on the court is just, people are, why are people watching this? It, 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 it was just, it was just, you know, you got players like Reggie Miller. I forgot about Reggie Miller, man. Why can I forget about Reggie Miller? You know, people never bring up Reggie Miller. You know what I'm saying? They always talk about Steph Curry and how he's such a great shooter. What about Reggie Miller? Sharif Abdul-Rahim was a great... He was the Steph Curry of the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Sharif Abdul-Rahim, I think his name was, who was uh, blackballed out of the league for his stance and his his beliefs and his religion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sharif Abdul-Rahim, another amazing player. Another amazing player. It's, it's, it's no telling where he could have... Uh, how far... And great his career would have been if, you know, he didn't believe what he believed in. You know what I'm saying? But he stand on what he stood on and he was willing to risk his, uh, you know, his career, you know, playing in the NBA. And, you know, he's another great um, player that people don't talk about. Everybody talks about Steph Curry and how, how great his handle is. I mean, you know, it's just, it's a handful of players that actually got skill. Yeah, Steph Curry is decent. He's good. He don't have no defense. We're, he has no defense. None. You know what I'm saying? None. And Allen Iverson defensively is way better than Steph Curry. And that's sad because AI didn't have no defense either. Know what I mean? But he was a great scorer. And Steph Curry, I guess they put him in the in the category as a great scorer. 
So, you know, kudos to him. But um, the NBA is trash, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if the NFL continues to soften their game, it will be trash as well. You know, there's certain things about the NFL they're starting to do that, you know, it's kind of like ruining the game, you know. Um, the thing that I like about the NFL, while we all, you know, talking about the NFL, the thing I don't like about the NFL, they don't allow the players to celebrate. They don't allow the players to be themselves. You know, they, they can't celebrate. You know, I, I, I kind of disagree with that with the NFL. I believe that, you know, the game is supposed to be entertaining, you know, and, you know, NFL is trying to keep the game as boring as possible, <laughs> you know, but the NFL is still a really good game to watch still, even with all the, the rules and the regulations and them stopping players from um, celebrating when they score touchdowns, the NFL is still... I believe it's top tier when it comes to sports, sports games. Um, I can't really speak on any other sport, really. You know, um, I, I, I watched baseball here and there. You know, when I was back home, I used to watch the Mets all the time. Um, I'm a Mets fan, you know, so. Um, but I'm not I'm not a real huge baseball fan like that. I didn't grow up in that era. You know, that's like kind of like my grandpa's era, you know, when baseball was the thing to watch. You know what I'm saying? And NFL was still a little pup. So people were, <clears throat> as far as like sports, people gravita- gravitated to like uh, baseball. You know, that's the that's the 50s and the 60s, you know, and the 70s. And then around the 70s is when the NFL started to, um, 70s and 80s is when the NFL started to, you know, take kind of like be- was the beginners of them Taking over, taking over as the number one sport in America. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I didn't grow up in that era. That's like my grandpa's era, you know. And he was a, I believe he was a Yankees fan. Yeah, and I don't like the Yankees because I always felt like the Yankees never really did things they supposed to to win those championships. Like they pretty much paid for those championships. Like they didn't do it through the draft, like drafting players and. In the scouting, the, the way that most teams have to do it, they really pretty much paid for a lot of those championships, you know, getting players. So, you know, um, hey, you do what you gotta do. If you got pockets like that, go ahead and do it. But you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge baseball watcher. I will catch a game, like I said. Um, if the Mets are doing well, I'll catch a game. You know what I mean? But you know, lately the Mets have been eh. But, you know, the product, you guys got to stop supporting, you know, sports that are not fully, that's not a great product that's being put out on the court. You got to start supporting that. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't support that. Because right now, the NBA is just putting anything out on the court, anything out on, you know, it's not even entertaining anymore. You know, the NBA, the NBA All-Star Game is trash. You know what I'm saying? You can't even take that seriously. Players used to take that seriously. Know what I mean? I remember the uh, the NBA All-Star game with uh, Jordan and, and, and how he hit the last shot. And then I think Kobe hit, ended up hitting the last shot. Jordan hit the last shot and went into overtime. And then Kobe hit the last shot. 
So that's entertainment. Like players from back in the day, it just seemed like to me, it was it was the art and 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 the the skill and and you know learning your craft first of the game and then the money was second. You know what I'm saying? Today's players, to me, from what I'm watching, it just seems like the money is first, you know, and then these these uh these NBA teams are giving these kids all this money. They haven't been, you know what I'm saying? They didn't prove anything. They didn't prove nothing. They even earned that 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 money. And a lot of the old school players are like, the money that we made, we earned. Facts. The money that Jordan was making, at one time Jordan was making $50 million a year. He earned that. For a long time, for years, Jordan had the league on his back. Like the league was on the verge of going into bankruptcy. Jordan came and saved it. That's a fact. So he earned, like, not only that, he revolutionized the game. And I'm not a, I'm not a Jordan fan. I'm not a Jordan fan. I never bought a pair of Jordans. You know what I'm saying? And I respected his game, but I was a Knicks fan. You know what I'm saying? I was a Knicks fan. I respected his game. You know, he was entertaining to watch because players from back then, man, they just, they put the work in. You know, Jordan put that work in. And not only that, the team put a team around him so he could win, you know what I'm saying? It takes a team to win the championship, not an individual player. And for a long time, LeBron had to learn that. He did. LeBron had to learn that. And that's why he ran the, the, the Miami to win the championship. Because he felt like Cleveland wasn't putting the team around him to win a championship. You know what I'm saying? But LeBron being the best, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I'm up and down with it, man. Sometimes I'm up and down with it because of the the era he plays in. It's so soft. The way you can drive the lane, like star players like that, drive the lane and not get touched. Like, I used to see Jordan get obliterated by the Pistons. Obliterated. He would drive the lane in the playoffs. Drive the lane. And they throwing elbows, they're kneeing them. I mean, they're doing all types of stuff to Jordan. He's hitting the deck every time he drives the lane. And when he, when his, you know, when his earlier teams used to go to get in the playoffs, and they had the Jordan rule. You know what I'm saying? They had the Shaq rule, hack a Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Like these players today don't have to go through that, and that's why they're having such a long career because of the the punishment they're not taking. They're not taking any punishment. Know what I'm saying? Especially in, in, in basketball. There's no really no no punishment you're taking in basketball today. Besides, you know, the 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 long seasons and the running up and down the court, the, the punishment you're putting on your joints, running up and down the court. But as far as like physical punishment you you're taking from other players of the opposite team, there is no punishment being taken. So that's why you see cats like uh LeBron James playing at this age at a high level still. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how old LeBron is. What is he, 38 now or something like that? That's why you're seeing cats last so long in the league is because their bodies don't, it's not taking no real serious punishment that players, um, you know, in the 90s took. You know what I'm saying? Jordan didn't, Jordan played until he was what? Uh, 37, 36, 34? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't have the stats in front of me. But David Robinson was another player. He didn't last 
mad long like um, LeBron did. He retired, you know. Players from back then took serious punishment. Shaq. Shaq, for example. You know what I'm saying? Shaq. Shaq. He took serious punishment his whole career. You know, I mean, the hacker shack. You know, that was the that was the rule. Hacker shack. You know, they would teams would used to sign uh, uh, just big bodies in order to have extra men to file shack as hard as they possibly could. Like seriously, like for real, they used to sign extra bodies sinners just so they'll have extra guys they can file Shaq during a game. That's how serious it was back then. Guys were getting slammed, guys were getting elbowed, guys were getting kneed. People were throwing punches, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that's not part of basketball, the actual the when you really get down to the fundamentals of basketball. But what just see and then again, you know, we talking about fundamentals and these new players don't even have fundamentals of basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, players like Larry Bird. You know what I mean? Larry Bird and Isaiah Thomas. All these players. Magic Johnson. You see, man, I can rail off players for days. Dr. J. Dr. J was the first superstar basketball player that made me go, oh, man. I love this game. You know, and I didn't have the, the opportunity to watch Dr. J in the prime of his career. So, you know, I caught him on the tail end of his career, so um, as a kid, but um, a lot of players emulated their game through uh, Dr. J. You know what I mean? Even Jordan. Even Jordan said Dr. J was the guy he looked up to um, coming up as a kid. You know what I mean? So, a lot of, a lot of a lot of guys um, idolized Dr. J. My uncle was a huge Dr. J fan. You know what I'm saying? And um, no, it's a, it's a. I wonder what Dr. J career would be if he did not play in. If he played his whole career in the NBA instead of like splitting it up with what was it, the American Basketball League, and then they merged uh, the NBA. And the American Basketball League merged, and then that's how Dr. J ended up in the NBA. I wonder what happened if they, you know, um, if Dr. J had his whole career in the NBA, what his numbers would be. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, I didn't have the opportunity to watch Dr. J. Dr. J, when he was coming, um, when he was in his prime, I would have loved to. Like I said, I watched stuff on YouTube. Uh, highlights and stuff like that, or I'll, sometimes I'll watch full games of Dr. J's games, and he he was serious, man. He was serious. Like, it's, what's so crazy about the game back then when Dr. J played? They didn't have a three-point line, man. You know what I mean? They didn't have a three-point line, so for a player to score 40, 50 points, you had to been going insane on the court. You know what I'm saying? to get that type of numbers, you know? So when a player scores 50 points, and sometimes he scores 60, it really don't impress me in today's NBA because there's no defense. 
Where is the defense? You don't have players like uh, McKinney Mutumbo to worry about. There's no. Where's the centers? Where's shit? You don't have players like Shaq in the middle. You don't have players. Player, another player they don't talk about. Akeem Olajuwon, man. One of the greatest centers that ever played, man. Footwork was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He had crazy footwork. His post game was crazy. He had all types of post game. There's no post game in the NBA, man. Where's the sky hook at? Nobody, where's the where's the finger roll at? I mean, like, come on, man. Come on, man. The game is trash, man. The game is so trash. People today who watch the NBA are really, really, really being fed a watered-down version of what the NBA should be, man. Because today's game is just trash. I was not impressed. I was not impressed. I don't even think that I'm going to watch another NBA game. Yo, for real. Like, it was just that bad. And I'm like, people watching this. See, man, you young kids, man, you young kids missed out, man. Like, you guys are really... This generation is being cheated in sports, from, you know, the NBA. I can't really talk about the other sports because I really don't watch them like that. But they're being cheated out in musically. They missed out. They're missing out on music. You know what I'm saying? Real hip hop. They've been che- the only way they can really get a essence of what I had an opportunity to watch and what I had an opportunity to listen to as a kid is to watch it on YouTube or one of these streaming platforms you know what I'm saying um, you know you know, the, the music is, is it's, and I'm just talking from mainstream perspective it's, it's trash where's R&B at <laughs> you know what I'm saying where's R&B at, where's jazz at do, do kids even still, you know, learn um, how to play instruments in school? I believe that they took instruments out of school. Like, the kids are getting cheated all the way around, man. This generation is being cheated, man. No creativity in the music. No creativity in, in, in the NBA, the sports. Like, kids today really think that's the way those players play Today is a, a, a real how they should play in the NBA. I mean, come on, man. Go back and watch some highlights of, you know, Dominique Wilkins is another player that I forgot about. How, how can I forget Dominique Wilkins? He was one of my favorite players. Dominique Wilkins was my favorite player. Charles Barkley was another player I liked. You know what I'm saying? AI. I mean, you know, um, who else, man? Um, Kobe, I like Kobe too. Kobe was just one of those players that he was possessed by winning. <laughs> I remember watching a playoff game with Kobe. Uh, it was a finals game, and I think he was playing the Celtics. I don't know if it was the Celtics where he, uh, lost that series against the Celtics or the one he won the series. I think he played the Celtics twice in the 
finals or something like that. But anyway, he won the series. You know what I'm saying? I think it was the last championship he won. I think I can't remember who he played. I think it was the Celtics. And he had this 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 mean look on his face, like he was so determined to win that playoff series, to not only win that playoff series, to have one more than Shaq. He was so determined, man, to win that. You can see it on his face. Like, whatever the, that team that he played, I think it was the Celtics, did, it didn't matter because they weren't stopping him. You know what I'm saying? They weren't stopping him. And I don't see that from today's players, man. You know what I mean? I don't... It, the product, again, guys, you, you guys who watch the NBA on a regular basis, like, I wish I knew some of these players' name because then it, I can, like, call out some of these players for... Um, just not playing to the standards of the NBA I'm used to and accustomed to growing up as a kid watch it you know what I'm saying and even Shaq even said something about it like these players today don't really know how to play the game and he's right they're lazy and he's right players that they don't put in the work that players of yesterday did he's right I mean you guys are being cheated, man. Definitely being cheated. Again, like I said, go back and watch some some old school tapes of, you know what I mean, Akeem Olajuwon. Go back and watch some old school tapes of Sean Kippen and, and, and Gary Payton. You know what I'm saying? Charles Barkley and the Phoenix Suns. Go watch some old school tapes of them. You know, David Robinson and and Tim Duncan in his prime. His post game was retarded. Tim Duncan was was the uh, the master of off the glass. I don't see nobody with a post game. People just throwing up ball. Man, it, it's just awful, guys. It's awful. But I mean, you know, kudos to the people who like the NBA now. I mean, kudos to the people who think that this is the best stuff since sliced bread. But again. I'm 45 years old, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be 46 this year. And I've seen some great players play, man. For real. Not this, you know, cupcake. Um, everybody's your friend. And that too. Everybody's your friend in the NBA now. You know what I'm saying? There's no real rivalries. There's no real animosity amongst players. Like, players back in the day actually used to really hate each other on the court. You know what I'm saying? Kobe really used to hate players on the court. Trash talking was for real back then. You know what I'm saying? Players really couldn't stand your guts if you were the opposite, if you were the opposing team. So, you know, it's sad, man. But RIP to, you know, the NBA, man, because it's over. Just like Don said, hip hop is dead, but the NBA is RIP, man. Until, uh, I think that the NBA won't change until another player comes and change and change the game back to what it used to be. Uh, right now, I'm not feeling this style, and I, I and I seen this style coming ten years ago, man. You know what I'm saying? Ten years ago, this style because it started changing towards the end of Kobe's career. This you know, um, this style that they have is the change. It went from you know, defensive, uh, defensive style to this style you have today, where everybody's just freelancing and just running up and down the court shooting threes. It started, it started towards the end of 
I noticed it towards the end of Kobe's career. And then once um, Kobe retired, you know what I'm saying? I knew that it that was the end of the end of uh, the old era and 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 a, a beginning of the new one. And this is this cupcake stuff that you see in the NBA is what you see today, man. But yo, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But that's my take, guys. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Please share this with everybody to help my podcast grow. I really appreciate it, but that's my take. I am your gracious host, Shooter9, and I just want to say peace and love. Take care. One.